60,000 is brought to you in part by RP Funding. RP Funding Inc. is licensed and can offer loans in Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Kentucky, Louisiana, North Carolina, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, Virginia, and West Virginia, and is also licensed by the Mississippi Department of Banking and Consumer Finance and by the Pennsylvania Department of Banking and Securities. Office is located at 500 Wonderly Place, Suite 300, Maitland, Florida, 32751. Telephone 321-397-4420. RP Funding's nationwide mortgage licensing system ID number is 70168, and Robert Palmer's NMLS ID number is 76197. We're saving thousands with Robert Palmer right here on the Saving Thousands Radio Network. If this is your first time with us, welcome. We hope you'll enjoy the show. You see, Robert Palmer has dedicated this show to you. He has dedicated the show to giving back. Where you see, Robert has attained a great deal of success in the mortgage industry and through other companies that he has started along the way. So what Robert discovered in doing all this was there's a bunch of folks out there, a majority of folks out there, who really have no idea about money and how to utilize it and how to get ahead. Oh, there are people in your life and you say, you know, they've got everything. Everything seems to just flow for them. Well, basically, they have somewhere along the line picked up some very, very good directions on what to do with money. Most of the rest of us, we went to school, our parents kind of nurtured us, and we were taught how to earn money, but families don't discuss money. So therefore, well, we kind of get out there, start at a disadvantage. It's like starting a race, but you're 40 yards back. Well, that's no way to be. So we want you to catch up with the crowd. In fact, Robert wants you to beat the crowd, get ahead of them, and especially get ahead of the financial institutions out there that rack their brains to take your money, to hide fees, to come up with gimmicks, to come up with promotions, to try to drag you into the showroom when maybe you weren't ready. All right. And Robert, that brings to mind right now, the airwaves are flooded right now with advertising and promotions for this 0% financing for three, four, five years. What's your take on 0% financing? Uh, and so the first thing I want to tell you is uh, do not go out and buy something just because there is 0%, <laughs> right? Now, that's what they want you to do. I mean, the whole point of this is, you know, maybe you're perfectly, been perfectly happy with your couches and your love seat and your coffee table. But now you're thinking, well, maybe we should get out there and, and rethink this. Maybe we should uh, maybe we should buy some new stuff just because there's a 0% financing. That is not good. You know, if you're already thinking about buying something, then we absolutely want to take advantage of the 0% interest deal, right? I mean, we've been talking about this uh, and the ability to to use someone else's money, right, and with no cost, no interest. Uh, and so if you've been considering buying something, if you're going to be shopping this week anyway, if you really need that furniture and you've saved up the money for it, or if you've been thinking about buying that new car and you've saved up the money between your trade-in and what you've got in the bank, you can buy it, uh, I would still encourage you to take advantage of the 0% interest financing deals that are out there. But you've got to read the fine print and make sure you understand uh, the rules that go along with it. Right, Rob? Because there, there's always fine print. There's a bunch of fine print, and I'm telling you right now, you've got to know that what happens if you don't pay within that year. That's one of the things that we covered last week on the Saving Thousands Radio Network, because some of you won't, won't be disciplined enough to pay that thing, and you won't take advantage of the one year, and all of a sudden you're looking at gargantuan rates in year two. Yeah, because a lot of these deals are set up to where if you don't pay the balance off in full by the deadline, they get to go back and charge you all of the past interest. Ouch. Okay. So it's big. I mean, you, and, and so the only way you can be sure that you're going to pay it off by the deadline is if you already have the money in the bank. Mm -hmm. So if you were going to go buy furniture cash or you're going to go buy a new car cash, then I would encourage you to take advantage of the 0% deals that are out there. Uh, if you do think you need a new car, right? So this is one of those where if maybe you weren't going to buy a car for a couple more months, these 0% deals are very powerful mm -hmm. uh, because it's a longer term loan. You know, with furniture, you can save a little bit of money with 0% interest. Uh, with a car loan, because of the longer terms, yeah. there's a lot more money to be saved. So if maybe you're planning on buying a car in the next couple of months, uh, for most of us, we finance cars. I mean, there are some people out there that pay cash for cars, but I would say the vast majority of people uh, are probably going to have a mortgage and a car loan uh, for uh, probably forever. I mean, I, I know I will. I mean, I'm. it's just, you know, it's not the best use of my cash. You know, when you look at how low interest rates are on mortgages and how low interest rates are on cars, uh, I personally finance all my vehicles. You know, I, even if I could pay cash for it, I'm still going to finance it uh, because it's the best way to leverage my my money. Sure. Uh, and but so if you're if you're thinking about buying a car and, and you're going to have to finance it regardless, now is a good time. You know the fact that you know getting zero percent interest versus four or five percent interest makes a huge difference uh, on that car payment, on the overall financial situation of the car. And then here's the big thing: if you do get 
a 0% deal on a car where it's 0% for the entire term, do not pay it off early, right? There is no reason to pay off a loan early at 0% interest, right? I mean, they want you to, right? And trust me, they would love nothing more than to quit having you having their money at 0%. Uh, but if you end up with a 0% car dealer or one of these 0% deals, don't pay it off early, but you've got to make sure you understand the, the terms because if you have to have it completely paid off by a certain date, make sure you don't miss that date. And don't don't trade it early. Right, don't, don't, tra- right. don't trade it 24 months or 30 months. Take advantage of the rate. Yeah, so this is, this is one of those things where, you know, those of you that have been listening and, and, and studying up on what we're talking about, this is a great weekend because there are a lot of 0% interest deals coming out. So, you know, get out there, be financial, and then just read the fine print, understand what you're getting into, understand what happens if you do go past the deadline, right? In some cases, the interest rates become ridiculous. Uh, so make sure you read that fine print. Make sure you know what you're getting into. Don't buy something just for the sake of taking advantage of the 0% interest. You know, that that's one of the... That's one of the things they're trying to use, right? So maybe maybe husband and wife have been talking about buying furniture for a while. And if you weren't gonna buy it already, don't. You know, don't let this don't let this trigger you into buying. That's their that's the whole reason they run these specials, is to try to get people who maybe were on the fence to get off the fence and go buy. Uh, I don't want you to fall victim to that, but if you were already planning on making a purchase, uh, do take advantage of the interest savings when it's available uh, and put your money somewhere else. And make sure it's somewhere else where it's gonna be making you some money. Is what you taught us earlier this week. That's it. That's it. And so, you know, I'm I'm working on uh, I'm working on a tutorial for that. We're going to do a show on that eventually. Uh, you know, I really want to. That changes so often. Yeah. So I've got the 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 gang at RP Digital. Uh, in addition to researching those credit cards we've talked about, so I can put together my saving thousands guide to the best credit cards. Uh, we're going to work on a, a list of some of those safe investments as well. Uh, you know, the, the types of mutual funds you can invest in. There are some banks out there that pay on CDs and savings accounts. Right. Uh, usually it's the banks that don't have branches, right? It, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of the banks in the sky. So we're going we're gonna to look into all that and, and make sure we're getting you the information you need here on the Saving Thousands Radio Network. Well, if you're just joining us, you're Saving Thousands with Robert Palmer, and you just missed a segment on ways to utilize 0% financing. There's some ways that you can utilize that, but you've got to be disciplined, okay? Now, Coming up in the show, we're going to talk about insurance and its effect on your mortgage payment. We'll talk about car sales compared to home sales. We'll ask RP, do you pay cash or do you finance on certain things? We'll also ask RP from you, the audience, what is escrow? And finally, we'll get a status update on that no closing cost refi that Robert's been offering now for a few months. So we'll catch up on all of that and more as we go forward on the show today. But there's something I do want to bring up before I give you back to Robert. And that is, have you heard the word TRID? All right. TRID made the financial headlines recently because it is the first major change, the first major hand down of regulations dealing with mortgage and real estate since 1976. So you can imagine big changes in the mortgage industry. And for some of the bigger banks and for some of the uh, loan companies, the mortgage companies, that are less than adequately supplied with computer software and knowledge. Well, what's happening is when they heard about TRID, they panicked. They started telling people it may take 90 to 100 days just to close a loan. And yet, right here at RP Funding, one of Robert's companies, they started preparing for TRID as the regulations were being handed out. So they got a several-month head start on this. So don't be worried when you hear TRID. Don't be worried when you go to a mortgage company and they say, well, you know, everything has changed and there might be a hiccup or two because let me tell you what happened with RP Funding. At RP Funding, they closed their first TRID loan after TRID went into effect in only 24 hours. So it can be done and it can be done easily. You just simply have to be equipped for change and you have to adapt to the change, know the rules and move on. Well, Robert, I wanted to talk about, while we're talking about mortgages, I wanted to talk about the mortgage payment, which we know is much, much more than just paying off what you've borrowed on the house. Yeah, so here, here's the thing. We don't, we don't really care how much the house costs, right? I mean, when we make you a mortgage, we will loan you. We don't care how much we're loaning you. What we care about is how much the monthly payment is, right? That's what your income. We don't have a formula to say, well, John, you only make $60,000 a year, so you can only afford $120,000 house. Uh, what, what happens is, John, you make $60,000 a year, so you can only afford a, a $1,300 a month mortgage payment, 
and then we tell you that that's roughly a X amount of house, right? But the key is for your qualification is that monthly payment. And so there are things you can do to screw that up, right? And there are houses that are too expensive in other ways beyond the sales price uh, that can make it to where you don't qualify for them. So the payment on two, you can have two houses that both cost the same thing, right? So let's say we have two houses and they both cost $200,000, right? You may be able to afford one, but not the other. And here is why. Maybe one of those houses is in an area where the property taxes are much higher. So maybe mm-hmm. on one of the houses, the property taxes are $2,000 a year. Let's say $2,400 a year. $2,400 a year, 200 bucks a month in one house. And then let's say the other house, the taxes are $4,800 a year because it's got a CDD and it was built during the boom and, and there's all this stuff built into the taxes and it's in, it's in an area where you're paying city tax and county tax where the other house is just county tax. So in one house, the taxes are 200 a month and the other house, the taxes are 400 a month. So the monthly payment will clearly not be the same. The monthly payment will be $200 higher on the house with the $4,800 a year taxes. It's just how it works. So you may not qualify for that house because the taxes are so much above average. See, when we're telling you you can afford a $200,000 house, we're using kind of a general average of property taxes. Mm-hmm. And this is why we, when we work with our clients, when they do start to look at houses, we ask them to let us know which ones they are and to look at the property taxes mm-hmm. and to see to make sure they still qualify. So let's say it gets even worse because that house that's got the $4,800 taxes – it's also in a gated community with a 24-hour guard out front and seven, oh, no. 17 Olympic-sized swimming pools, six movie theaters. I mean, this, this place, the streets are actually bricked in gold, right? And so, so there's homeowners association dues. You got to pay your homeowner association dues. They are going to yell at you when you try to put your boat in the driveway. Oh, yes. They are going to yell at you if you have cars parked on the street overnight, but they're going to give you access to the Olympic swimming pools and the theater and the, the guard at the gate. And for that privilege, you are going to pay them, mm, what do we say, Rob? Let's say we're going to pay them $600 a quarter. We'll go with that. Does that sound reasonable for go. Gold Streets? And mm-hmm. Maybe not. Like what, what, you know, what, 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 you've, you've lived in some- uh, Oh, I live in a gated community yeah. right now. I, I pay right now a quarter, about uh, 500 a quarter. All right, so we'll, we'll say 500 a quarter, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So boom, so there, there's more money going out the door, right? So all these things, so now the payment's even higher it's because right. when we're qualifying, you, because as long as you live in that house, you have to pay the association. If you don't, they will put a lien on your house. Mm-hmm. And as lenders, we do not like the idea of someone putting a lien mm-hmm. on your house. So when we look at your qualifying payment, we have to look at your principal and interest. That's the easy one, right? Principal and interest, that's the same for every house in America that costs $200,000. The principal and the interest are going to be the same. Then we got to look at the taxes. Taxes can vary wildly. If the person selling you the house didn't have homestead exemption, maybe they, you know, maybe it's in an area that's just more expensive. Whatever it is, you've got to look at those property taxes. Next, the HOA dues, right? If you're paying crazy homeowner association dues because house A is in the gated community with the guard and the, the gold streets, Olympic swimming pool, and community B is just out in the country and there is no mm-hmm. there is no uh, community to pay, that makes a difference. And then the last one is insurance. So we're we're going to talk about insurance here, Rob. All right. And don't forget, if you have questions about all this or anything having to do with mortgages, refis, whatever, hey, the offices are open even on weekends at 855-773-8634, 855-773-8634. Robert Palmer, RP Funding, is talking right now about the fact that your principal and your interest is not your house payment. A lot of people got in trouble during the crash or before the crash because they said, oh, I can afford that house. But then they found out that monthly, the money going out in association with owning the house There was a lot more that went into the payment when you look at the big picture, as my father used to say. So we had the HOA, we had the property taxes. There's just an awful lot of stuff to consider. Yep. So now we're going to talk about the insurance, right? All right. So let's say again, and I'm going to use some extreme examples today to illustrate my point. But so let's say house A uh, is is brand new. House A is a block home. It's built to the newest hurricane codes and it has, you know, the newest technologies and plumbing and it's got the hurricane straps on the roof. And so this $200,000 house, the homeowner's insurance is like $550 a year. It is dirt cheap. It is less than $50 a month to insure mm-hmm. this house because it is block. It is rock solid. It is brand new. It is built to all the hurricane standards. It's close to a fire department. Yes, that actually makes a difference. It does. Being within a reasonable driving distance to a fire department, all of these things, this house is cheap, 550 bucks to insure a year. Then we go to house B. House mm-hmm. B was built in like 1922. It's a frame house. The roof hasn't ever been replaced. They just kind of tarred over it. Uh, the the wiring is actually aluminum, which is frowned upon, believe it or not. 
the piping is polybutylene, uh, which is known to erupt mm. and cause problems. And so on this house, and the fire department is like three bridges, three draw bridges away. Little house you know, of horrors. Yeah, this is no good. <laughs> and, and you fall in love with this house, and it's in the perfect neighborhood and the perfect school district, but it's $3,000 a year to get insurance on it. And so now this house is 250 bucks a month for insurance, where the other house was was less than 50 bucks a month right. for insurance. That's a huge impact on your payment. So, so far, just because of the taxes and the HOA and the insurance, this one house probably costs double of the other. So one $200,000 mm-hmm. house is half as much a month as the other one because of the taxes and the insurance and the HOA. And then finally, unfortunately, this house is also in a flood zone. I mean, this uh-huh. house could not have, uh-huh. the, the chips could not be any more down. It's near a little pond, and you love that, but unfortunately, it was built right at the 100-year flood return uh, level, so once every 100 years, this house will be underwater, in theory, uh, and so you have to get flood insurance, and then they go out, and, and, and so you have to have a, an elevation certificate done where a surveyor goes out and tries to figure out how high the foundation is, and is the house going to make it if it floods, so you pay a 1000 bucks for the elevation certificate and the survey, and you find out that it's even worse news because it's right at that level that it is going to flood, and so the flood insurance is another $3,000 a year. They really should have built this house on stilts. I mean, at this point, we are hopefully no longer buying this house because mm-hmm. it is now more than twice as expensive as the exact same priced house in a different neighborhood in a different area. And 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 while this is an exaggeration, we have seen examples pretty close to this. I mean, there, there are some homes out there that are really expensive to insure because they're older, the wiring, the plumbing, the flood zone thing happens, especially on the coast. You know, I mean, if you're buying a home, you know, Melbourne, Titusville, near the coast, a lot of those areas have expensive flood insurance. You've got to be prepared for it. We had the big debacle like a year ago where the flood program got defunded and all of a sudden mm-hmm. people's flood insurance tripled and it was this big disaster and most of that got worked out. Uh, but yeah, all these all these things impact it. So when I tell you go buy a $200,000 house, uh, I'm, I'm assuming that none of this craziness is going to happen. And we build some cushion in for some craziness, but we can't have all the craziness on the same house. And so that's where it's very important as you are home shopping to to talk to us, to talk to the insurance agent, to have your real estate agent do the due diligence and check out the property taxes, understand the HOA costs, because you can double the cost to the house oh, yeah. just by making some I don't mean, wrong decisions, just some unfortunate circumstances surrounding a house that looks great to you. Because it's not like you go to a house that's in a flood zone and it's like underwater today. It looks like a normal house. It's just a little too close to the coast, or the you know it's a little too low. It's in a low lying area. It's not on enough of a hill, and that area can flood. We're we're on a I mean we're on a peninsula, folks. Like there's there's a lot of parts of Florida that could theoretically be underwater over a hundred year period. Uh, you throw in a hurricane or two, and it, it gets ugly. And and so insurance companies have to price all that in accordingly. And so as you are home shopping, you've got to make sure that and the other thing is you got to shop around. I mean, don't take the first insurance quote you're given. You know, don't take the first mortgage you're offered. Make sure that you're doing your due diligence and you're getting a good deal on all of the parts of the payment. Well, a lot of people, while they're listening to Robert, a lot of people kind of get in the mood to maybe buy a house. Maybe you've decided that you've paid rent long enough. Maybe it's time for you to put down your roots, so to speak, to have a home where you can uh, take the kids as they're growing up and you can take that pencil and mark in the door sill, you know, just how tall they're getting and note the date. You know, there's a lot of cool things about home ownership, but mainly it's financially responsible owning a home. So maybe you just are not doing it because you're unfamiliar with the territory and it's just easier to just pay the rent, right? Well, if you have no idea if you can get a loan approved, maybe you don't know how much you can afford in a home. Maybe you're not sure how to find a good real estate agent. Maybe you're unsure of just how much down it would take to get into that dream home. Well, there's an awful lot of questions. And I think it's those questions that make some people hesitate and say, well, we'll worry about buying a home later. All right. So they kick the can down the road. There's one telephone number that you can call and have a conversation with no hard sell. Nobody's going to try to make you commit to anything, but you can have the conversation. All of your questions will be answered without obligation at 855-773-8634. 855-773-8634. And speaking of people not buying houses, Robert, it, it's a disconnect in my mind. I cannot understand how people will pay $1,300, $1,400 in rent. So they're throwing money away, money that could be going toward their own home. And yet, on a whim, they'll drive out this weekend to big car dealerships and they'll spend forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000 with monthly payments 
of four, five, six hundred dollars, and they'll do it without even thinking about it. In, in ten years, that <laughs> truck is not going to be worth seventy thousand dollars more than what they paid for it today. Yeah. It's going to be worth nothing. And all it does is get them to work and back, and maybe a weekend at the lake. But That's the it. house you sleep in it, you raise your family in it. You've got tradition. See, but Rob, no one, no one is afraid of not being able to get approved for a car loan. Yeah, yeah. Right. This is where the the misinformation wow. in the media and the misinformation. You know, this is where you know our rule about sharing your knowledge. People here are sharing misinformation. Mm-hmm. They're making people think that it's too hard to get a home loan. It's just not. So if you're out there listening and you're on the bubble about this, maybe you you're one of these folks that thinks you can't qualify for a home loan. You know, you have these what I call the the self limiting beliefs that that you you can't have a home, right? Your friend can, and this guy can, and that guy can, and Robert on the radio he can, and Rob on the radio can, and producer Dave probably can, but I just can't. I can't. I don't deserve that. I, I'm not. I don't make enough money for that. I don't have enough good enough credit for that. I can't do that. You're probably wrong. Uh, you absolutely can, and you absolutely should. And I want you to pick up the phone right now and find out. Again, it doesn't cost you a dime. We don't charge you anything. I don't make any money when you call me right now to find out if you can get a home loan, right? If you ultimately get a home loan from us, I do. But but me begging you to just call in and prove to yourself that you actually can get approved for a home loan doesn't really do anything for me other than help me perpetuate my mission for more people to be homeowners and more people to create wealth. Uh, so look, my licensed loan officers are here. They're going to talk to you. They're going to talk you through this. Uh, nobody's going to laugh at you. Nobody's going to be a jerk to you. If they are, I'll fire them. Text me at 35353 and tell me. And I will run them out of here faster than you can snap your fingers. Uh, we're here to help, right? So, so call and see, and and just find out, right? Even if you don't want to buy a house right now, just make the call and find out if you can, so that the next time around, right? You know, maybe you just signed a lease, maybe you're stuck for the next year, but go ahead and find out now. Find out and help me change this myth and this this perpetuation of the idea that people can't get loans when they absolutely can get home loans easier than you think. That's our number. It's free. There's no obligation. We don't charge you anything. We don't commit you to anything. I just want you to call us, and I want you to let my guys and girls in my uh, origination group take a look at your situation so we can tell you if you can be approved. And if we can approve you, then you can tell everybody it's not as hard as you thought it was going to be. If you're that skeptic who thinks they can't get a home loan, you're the one I want you to call right now. Because I got to change your mind before I can change the mind of the masses. And that number again is 855 773 8634. 855 773 8634. Or you can apply online at rpfunding.com. Again, uh, applying may sound like a scary word, but it's not. There's no obligation, there's no cost, there's no commitment. It's simply let us tell you if you're someone who can qualify to buy a home or not. My guess is you are, right? My guess is no matter how much you think you aren't, my guess is that you are. So let us be the bearer of good news. 855-773-8634, 855-773-8634. That's 855-RP-Funding. All right? Well, there's a lot more financial empowerment coming up, but I wanted to remind you about our sister in this endeavor, and that would be the website, savingthousands.com. Savingthousands.com is really all-inclusive. If you want to know about it, and it has to do with money, finance, credit cards, savings, whatever it is, you'll find it at Savingthousands.com. Even all of the radio shows that we have recorded over the years, all the ones that have aired over eight years, are now archived. Where else? Savingthousands.com. The most popular radio shows right now that you are playing on demand One is Robert Palmer empowering you to get better credit cards with better terms. The second one is learning how to not be a financial zombie, meaning there are too many of you out there that wait for the late notice or wait for the threatening phone calls before you get around to paying your bills. So it's a matter of priority, a matter of scheduling, a matter of staying on top of things. The third most popular, Robert talks about taking the credit score to places you never thought you could get it higher and higher and higher simply by utilizing a payment date with a certain thought process. Robert talks about that. He also, on the fifth most trending show, talks about getting pre-approved for the home you want to buy before you go home shopping. Well, Robert, we have an Ask RP here, and Ask RP is found at SavingThousands.com. Shauna wants to know if she understood you correctly. Shauna says... I can buy the SUV I want. There is a 1.9% 
promotion going on right now. Uh, she says there's also, she could get a little bit better car, a little bit more for 7% with just a few of the extra bells and whistles in the car. All right. She wants to know if she should go with the 1.9, really great automobile, and take the difference between 1.9 and 7% and arbitrage that money and use it in investing and bettering her financial picture. She said that we did a segment on something like that recently, and she wants to know if she understands you correctly. It's more the, you will no. So in that case, you'd always want to take the lower rate. Right. I'm, I'm talking about the decision between paying cash oh, okay. and financing. So, so Shauna has, you know, the, say she's buying a $30,000 vehicle. If she has the $30,000, so she could pay cash for the vehicle, right? But the, she can get a, a 0% interest or a 1.9% interest. Then my my recommendation at that point would be take your thirty thousand and stick it in a mutual fund or a money market oh. account so it can earn interest. Okay. As long as you can earn more than the whatever the interest rate is on the car. And again, this is this goes back to rule number four. We cannot be afraid of credit. Right. A lot right. of people would say, oh, it's you know we don't have any credit. I don't want to have any credit. I want to be one hundred percent debt free. I'm not going to borrow money at one point nine percent. I'm going to pay cash. Well, you're losing the ability. You're leaving the ability on the table to invest that money. Uh, and then and take advantage of the difference because I mean even in today's market I mean you, you can invest in mortgage bonds at like three and a half percent which is more than one point nine you know if oh. it's if it's the zero percent interest it's even more of a deal and you know so you could make a thousand bucks a year off of this deal by investing the money and taking the car loan I like that. and uh, and that's that's what you got to look at you've you've got to be open to it you can't have a closed minded mentality of I'm never going to borrow any money I'm never going to have any credit I'm never going to have any debt. Because uh, in today's world, it just doesn't work. There's there's too many ways that as a financial ninja, you can take advantage of the system. You can you can beat the bank. You can beat the credit card company. You can beat the mortgage company. And, and I think you have to. I think you absolutely have to. Uh, same thing with a house, right? I could go pay cash for a house. Well, I mean, you can get a, a 15-year fixed loan in the high twos or threes, depending on credit score and LTV and everything. And over 15 years, there's going to be a lot of opportunities to invest that money well, yeah. at a better return than that. Uh, and so as financial ninjas, we have to weigh that out and we have to know uh, when it is when it is a good idea to borrow some money. And if the rates are low enough, it's it, I mean, if you can borrow money interest free, you should really never say no. I mean, I, you know, I mean, that's you know, that, that's the honest truth of it. You know, if you can get a if you can get a 18 month no interest on furniture. Now, let me let me qualify this. Don't buy crappy furniture just because they have this zero percent interest. Mm -hmm. Right. So but if you know you want to buy this furniture company's furniture, if you've shopped around, if you've made the decision that this is the right couch for you, and they'll finance it for 18 months with no interest, why would you say no to that? Why would you no. not take that? Again, now don't fall into the gimmick. The trick is some of these companies want to sell you overpriced, inferior furniture because they have the no interest. That's not what we're talking about. Don't let them use the trick, but take advantage of it. If you know it's the furniture you want, why would you turn away the no interest financing? I mean, there's just, there's no, mm -hmm. there is no reason not to take free money. I mean, it's, it's free. The no free in the sense there's no interest. You're going to pay it back at the same amount you borrowed. And you can always put your money somewhere and get something. I mean, there, there is no situation where you're not getting something if you stick your money in a little CD or stick your money in a money market account or stick your money in a mutual fund. There's always a way to make a return. But again, uh, it's one of those things of the hidden purpose of the loan because most of those people aren't the furniture companies saying, that person won't pay it off in nine months or 10 months, and then we're going to start hitting it with interest. Yeah, and, that, and a lot of those agreements read that as soon as you miss it by one day, they get to go back and charge you all 18 months all worth back. of interest all the way back. So, you, again, you've got to be disciplined. I mean, this is not you – know, this isn't a set it and forget it. You know, that, if you want to be a financial zombie, keep being a financial zombie. You know, we're talking about taking our head out of the sand. We're talking about opening our eyes. We're talking about making conscious decisions, good decisions, being on our game – not procrastinating, right? You, you've got it. I mean, you can make mistakes. So maybe that that's the one reason, I guess, some people should not have credit. If you don't think you can stick to the plan, right? If mm -hmm. you don't think you can remember over the next 18 months to pay that thing off, right? So remember, in theory, you have the money. And that's what I'm talking about. Because the, the people who don't, if you don't have the money, you have to finance the furniture. You have no choice. That's not what I'm, I'm talking about when you have the cash. So you walk in there and you say, you know what? I'm going to buy this bedroom set and this couch and this couches and love stands and nightstands and coffee tables and whatever, it's $5,000. And I've got the $5,000 in my checking account ready to go to buy this. Mm -hmm. Well, this is where I would argue if they'll give you 18 months of no interest, don't use your $5,000. Stick your $5,000 somewhere else, but don't forget 
17 months and, and three weeks from now to mail in the $5,000 and pay it off. You know, and by then you'll have made a couple, maybe a thousand bucks in interest over five years or every 18 months. I mean, whatever, you're going to make some money in interest in the market, depending on where you put that money. But these are the types of, of smart financial decisions we can make. And, and when you look at how you can boost your income and boost your savings just by making a couple decisions, I mean, play a couple less levels of Candy Crush this week and, <laughs> and take the time to figure this out. I, you know, I read an article, Rob, it was something crazy like uh, the average person spends like 20 hours a week playing some sort of video game. Really? I mean, I think that maybe there was an age qualifier to that. but That's a part-time job. It is. I mean, that's a lot of, you know, people say, oh, it's too much work to do this stuff Robert's talking about. It's not. And it's, it can be fun. I mean, when you stick it to the finance company and and, and look at, hey, man, I, I made a thousand bucks because I bought furniture. Like, wow, that's, a, that's awesome. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. the, 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 it's fun. And share it with your friends. That's it. You got to share your successes. You got to share your knowledge. It all comes back to the saving thousands rules. You know, this is all... This is all built this way to give you the absolute best chance of having success. You know, I put a lot of a lot of my personal time into into designing the rules and the system to where anybody can succeed. Right? You know, I didn't have any of this. I had to figure it out on my own along the way. You know, I had to figure out how to how to do these things and how to be a smarter consumer and, and how to stretch every dollar the most I could so I could start my company and, and do everything I've done. I wanted to build a set of rules so that our hundred, hundred and twenty thousand listeners can just follow the rules. And folks, if you'd like to access those rules, go to savingthousands.com, look at the top of the home page, and you'll see a tab that says the rules. If you click on that, you'll have all 15 of the rules that Robert has created. And again, these rules are the product of years and years and years of looking over credit applications, credit scores, sitting down with people at the table, and just talking money. Just saying, how did you get this situation? Or, wow, I want to congratulate you on a 750 score. And again, it all comes back to using these 15 very easy to follow rules that are just kind of a GPS for you when it comes to going from a 500 to a 750 credit score. In other words, your car uses the GPS, right, to get you where you're going. Well, these 15 rules can get you beyond wherever you thought you could ever go money-wise because the more you learn from these 15 simple rules that just have to do with the way you handle your money, wow, you're going to be getting ahead so quickly. So go to savingthousands.com, click on the rules. Now, also at Saving Thousands, some excellent articles. Here's an article, How to Deal with Debt Collectors. Okay, another, the best ways to find great deals and save money on everything from your groceries right on up to your home. All right. There's an article about TRID. I was talking about that a while ago in the show. There's an article on how TRID works and how it can affect your loan. And finally, I love this article. It talks about the new credit cards, the ones with the security chip in them. Well, it talks about now that's a different way to pay because you don't swipe it. You actually insert it in a slot at the cash register. And it also talks about maybe some pitfalls with those new cards that you need to be aware of. Well, Robert, let's go back to Ask RP for a moment, and we invite people to Ask RP right there at savingthousands.com. But John wants to know, what is escrow? Escrow, that's a, that's a good question. You know, yeah. see, this is the little things that, that I forget about. You know, you, you do it for so long, you forget what some of the, the things that, that you know that the normal average person does not know. Yeah. So the whole idea behind escrow is that we're going to pay the taxes and insurance for you out of the mortgage payment. And so what happens is, Rob, obviously, you make your mortgage payment monthly, mm -hmm. right? But taxes, uh, property taxes here in Florida are only due once a year, and that's in November. And uh, then uh, insurance is due usually once a year, and it's on the anniversary of when you got your policy. All right. So if we bought your home in March, then your, your uh, insurance is due every year in March. And so a lot of people all of a sudden get hit with this bill, and it's like all of a sudden they owe $6,000 in taxes or $2,000 in insurance, and uh, not everyone has budgeted accordingly and, and kept that money out. And so we decided in the mortgage industry, it would be helpful if we collected one-twelfth of the taxes every month and one-twelfth of the insurance every month so that when the bill comes, we pay it instead like of the, the homeowner. Now, some people don't like that, right? Some people want to waive escrow. They want to handle the account themselves. They want to, you know, try to collect interest on it and, and then pay it themselves. And, and that's fine. The problem is we charge you a we charge you a little bit higher rate for that because it increases our risk mm -hmm. uh, because the chance of someone defaulting. And then also we as a lender don't get to make the interest on that money. 
you know, we, we have millions and millions of dollars of people's escrow money sitting in an account. And so there's a, a, what we call an escrow waiver cost, right? And so it increases the cost of your loan. Uh, usually it's about an eighth of the interest rate. It's not a huge consideration. In some cases, uh, you know, you can buy it out with a small, like a quarter or a half point of discount right. uh, to get rid of that escrow waiver cost. Uh, but most people take the escrow account. You know, it's one of those things. Uh, it's convenient. We take care of it for you. We pay it. Uh, and then if you are putting less than 20% down uh, on most loan programs, you have to have an escrow account. Because the idea is if you're putting limited money down, you don't have enough liquid cash laying around that you can handle the big hit for the escrow account, mm -hmm. uh, for the escrows once a year to pay your own taxes and pay your own insurance. So uh, I, obviously I recommend people just let us handle it for them. It's, it's cleaner. It's easier. You can budget monthly instead of worrying about it once a year. Very good. Oh, very good. Okay. Now that we know that now, sometimes in calculating when you're going to get your home loan, you might have to put some money up in front, right? Because very, very seldom are you going to buy your home exactly on the anniversary of either the uh, the property taxes or the insurance. Yeah. So the insurance, what happens at, when you're buying a new home, uh, the insurance you're going to pay for one year at closing. And then we're going to collect a, a two month cushion to put into your escrow account, right? Mm -hmm. And that cushion is there because taxes and insurance will change a little bit. Things happen, things go wrong. Now with the taxes, you're absolutely right. Very rarely are you buying a home exactly in November. Uh, <laughs> it's where we can collect the right amount of taxes. So what happens is uh, we have to figure out how many months of taxes we're going to need. So let's say you buy your home uh, in in August, right? right? And so if you if you close in August, your first payment is not due. You skip September, right? Because you pay interest in arrears. So when you close in August mm -hmm. and then interest will accrue the entire month of September and then you'll make your first mortgage payment to us on October 1st, right? So we'll, we'll oh. have gotten one month from you uh, and then in November we have to pay the taxes. <laughs> uh -oh. So we're going to be 11 months short. So the idea is we have to collect all 11 months at the closing mm -hmm. uh, and then you'll receive a, a tax proration credit back from the seller. Uh, so the title company will figure out and say, okay, well, the seller lived in the house through August, so they owe this many days worth of taxes and they give you a credit back for that. And then mm. we put 11 months worth of taxes into your escrow account. And so again, what it ends up being is about three months worth of, you have to put about three months in because the seller's putting the rest in, you're gonna put about three months in and then we're gonna collect the, you know, collect the rest as we go. So that when November rolls around, we have enough money to pay your taxes, which is really what, what this is all about, making sure that your taxes get paid on time and that your insurance gets paid on time because we don't want anyone to have a home with no insurance on it. And us having to force place insurance. So if you do not escrow, Ooh and you do not pay your insurance and your insurance gets canceled, we then have to force place an insurance policy on you as the servicer. And uh, it's not a very friendly policy. It's not, it's not something you want to do. So we really want our customers to keep their insurance current, keep their taxes current. And the easiest way to do that is to let us handle it through the escrow account. And there's no obligation. No one's going to try to get back with you and sell you anything. We're just not that kind of people here at Saving Thousands. We want to get you the information. Now, your question may lead us, just like John's did, to a segment of the show. But again, we want to thank you for that. Because if you're wondering about something, there are probably thousands more who are wondering about the same thing. And oftentimes in a world of mortgage and real estate, just like anything else, there are terms and there are things that people just don't get as general knowledge through their education. So let us be that knowledge. Turn to Saving Thousands and the Robert Palmer family of companies whenever you have a question. And let's say that it's fall and you're about to leave your home to go look at the leaves or the holidays are approaching. Maybe you'll be traveling outside of the coverage of this great radio station. Well, how can you keep informed? How can you keep empowered? As this is a big shopping season, right? Well, what you want to do is go to savingthousands.com. You look at people that are with you and you're probably saying, that's all that guy talks about. I can't believe it. Anyway, if you go to savingthousands.com, you will actually see a header called station listing. If you go to that, it gives you a map, a map of the United States, and it shows you wherever you're going that we're on a radio station there, more than likely. And really, when you look at that this way, we're also on iHeart. So yes, wherever you're going, we're there with you. If you get the internet, you have iHeart as an app. You can listen to the Robert Palmer channel on iHeart. Now that is pretty cool. Well, Robert, bring us up to date on that no closing cost refi promo. So, Rob, I'm getting a final tally together for the uh, the two and a half million dollars because we've got to be getting close. You know, we, we started this thing in late January. Uh, you know, uh, it, it, we, I knew we've been close. I guess I need to get an actual physical tally to see if we're there. Uh, you know, so but let me tell you, so far this thing has been a huge success. 
uh, you know, we just finished up the month of May, obviously. And so I, I took some time and I sat down with my, my staff and we went over the results. You know, so I, I started this this campaign in February, taking applications. So most of the most of the loans started closing in like, you know, March. So we've had March, April, May now out of the way. But but the important thing is the the benefits of it we are already feeling, right? And so let me give you a little backstory before I get into the results here. Uh, you know, for some of our listeners maybe who who are unaware of, of what I did, I'm calling this my my big two and a half million dollar social experiment. I've had a lot of people ask me, "What's the catch?" Uh, you know, there really isn't a catch from my standpoint. It is what it is. Uh, so let me let me tell you what I gained from this, right? Uh, and so you know, the one thing we figured out is even by the time we paid all the closing costs. We still make some money uh, because of the the servicing revenue we earn. So as a, a mortgage loan servicer, and see, this is money I couldn't make uh, back in the day when I was a mortgage broker. You know, this is the money your average loan officer doesn't get to make. You know, this is really uh, something reserved for lenders. And there's only, you know, 300 something of us in the entire country uh, that can service loans and, and make money uh, long term off of mortgages. And so the, the servicing fees really add up. And based on the forecast now of how long people are going to keep their loans, especially when you realize that rates have crept up a tad. So the people who refied with me a couple months ago, their rate is now below market. So the chance of them refinancing or paying off is now less. So those servicing uh, values, what's called an MSR, a mortgage servicing right, those MSRs have already increased. So I've already made extra money. I, I could sell those MSRs right now uh, for a healthy profit because they are at rates that are below current market. Uh, and so that, that part of the gamble so far has paid off for me uh, as far as the, the rates not getting lower uh, after we, we did the, the no closing cost refi. So kind of the whole concept behind this is I took, I took two and a half million bucks. And uh, again, the number one question I get is what's the catch? You know, what's the whatever? Now, it's pretty simple. I, I took two and a half million dollars out of my advertising budget, right? So this is money I was going to spend on uh, on commercials, billboards, whatever else. And if you look at last year, right, we were primarily a purchase company. Uh, we didn't really advertise much for refinances. We, uh, you know, we last couple of months of the year we did, but but for most of the year we did not. Uh, something like 85% of our business last year was people buying houses and only 15% was people refinancing. Uh, so first off, any refinances I do, uh, even by paying all the closing costs and giving up that revenue, giving up that potential profit, uh, it wasn't money I was making before because we weren't closing a lot of refinance transactions. But the real reason I did it was for the word of mouth advertising, right? Because I, I believe and, well, I hoped, and the social experiment I'm running says that, okay, if I give this, if I take this $2.5 million and instead of giving it to the TV station and instead of giving it to the radio station, Instead of giving it to the United States Postal Service for direct mail, instead of giving it to Google for pay-per-click advertising and Facebook for Facebook advertising and all these other things, billboards, instead of spending it on billboards, if I take this $2.5 million and instead of spending it there, I give it back to customers by paying all of their closing costs when they refinance their home loan, right? What's going to happen? Am I going to lose business, right? I mean, that's that's the fear. That's my only real potential downside. So yes, I am giving up profit on refinances by paying all the closing costs, but I've never really made a lot of profit off of refinances because we didn't do many. You know, we didn't we didn't close a lot of refinances. When you look at my, when I look at my 2014 uh, profit and loss financial statement, the amount of money we made off of refis was almost nothing because most of our volume was purchase business. So I didn't have anything to lose there. Uh, now, now the big fear, the big risk I ran was if by taking this money out of the advertising budget, if my purchase business dropped, right? If the purchase business went down, now I'm losing money, right? Now I'm in trouble because I'm not spending this $2.5 million on TV commercials and billboards and radio and everything else to get us more purchase business, right? You advertise to get business. So I'm not spending this money on advertising to get new purchase business, to get more purchase business. So the big fear, the big risk that I have is that my purchase business goes down. And this is the big social experiment. What I believe is that word of mouth, people having a great experience with RP funding on a no closing cost refi, on a refinance where I paid all the closing costs using this money out of my advertising budget, that those people, the people who receive the benefit of that are going to tell their friends and family. And that that personal testament 
from a friend or a family member is more powerful than the message I can get across from TV commercials and radio commercials and billboards and everything else. That was the big gamble I took. And so what I banked on is that it would counterbalance. It would counterbalance so that we did not lose any purchase business. Well, Rob, guess where we sit today? So we've tallied this up. And since January, uh, when we when we put this campaign in place, uh, not only has our purchase business not gone down, it's actually up over 80% increase, almost doubled, right? Almost doubled. So putting the $2.5 million, now, now some of that is because of the market, right? Some of that is because we're in the spring buying season, but but even that, we, we, are, we are well above last year's levels for this time of year when I was putting all of that $2.5 million into advertising, right? Anybody... Anybody who watches TV notices I'm not on there near as much, right? My billboards are gone. If you drive down I-4, you don't see the billboards anymore. I took that money. I canceled that advertising. I am using that $2.5 million to pay people's closing costs, running a gigantic social experiment to see if $2.5 million worth of word-of-mouth advertising by paying all of your closing costs is more powerful than TV and radio and billboards. And the answer is an overwhelming yes because our volume has not only not gone down, we are up 80% since I start over 80% since I started this campaign. Now let me tell you how much money we're making, right? We make we make good money, right? I, I make my margins. I, I'm not paying all the closing costs on purchases, right? We, we still give people a great low rate. Uh, you know we don't charge any lender fees. so I don't make as much money as the competitors do. But when you're talking about an 80 plus percent increase in volume, we're doing very, very well. All right. And then you take into account the servicing valuations, as I mentioned earlier, because interest rates are now higher than they were for most of the loans that I made over the last three or four months. The value of those mortgage servicing rights has now increased dramatically, making us more money. And so I guess my point to this whole thing is uh, just like the experiment I ran when I said, you know what, I'm going to stop charging lender fees, right? I'm going to stop charging junk fees. I'm going to stop charging underwriting fees and processing fees and closing fees and all these garbage fees that the rest of the industry charges, right? I did that six years ago, seven years ago, and that worked. That that worked out. That paid off for me. Uh, that led to volume. That led to success for my company because we were putting our consumers first. Now I have taken consumers who are refinancing their home loans and I have put them ahead of the TV stations and put them ahead of the billboard companies and put them ahead of the radio stations by taking the $2.5 million out of the advertising budget and using it to pay all of people's closing costs when they refinance with RP funding and my purchase business where I get to make my money because I'm not paying all the closing costs, right? We give them the same rate. You get the same rate whether you're purchasing or refinancing. On the refinance, I'm paying all the closing costs. On the purchase, I am not. I make some money over there. That business is up 80% as a part of this experiment. So I would call that an overwhelming success, Rob. It has worked out exactly how I thought it was. Another home run here, right? Another success. And who won? I won. The consumer won. All of those people who have refinanced with us and, and paid no closing costs because I paid them all. Every consumer who so far has gotten a piece of that $2.5 million, maybe they thought it was too good to be true. Maybe they thought there was going to be a catch. Maybe they thought there was going to be hidden fees or tacked onto the back or whatever. And when they get to the closing table and there's none of those things, and it's exactly what I told them it was going to be, a great rate with no cost period because I'm paying them all. When they see it's exactly what I said it was going to be, they go tell their friends and family. That's boosting our purchase business up over 80% growth since I rolled out this program, which is massive, a huge success. So this worked. This was a win. This was an absolute win. I won. The consumer won. The only people who lost in this whole deal are the TV stations, the radio stations, the billboard companies, the United States Postal Service, Google, and whoever else I used to spend money with advertising that I took this to. Now, now, now look, I'm not completely dark. I didn't take my entire advertising budget and cancel it. I took two and a half million of it out, right? That's a decent sized chunk of it. It's not the whole thing. I took two and a half million bucks out of there. So they lost two and a half million dollars in revenue. I picked up an 80% boost in business and my consumers, my clients, my borrowers saved Two and a half, we'll have saved two and a half million dollars in closing costs. We're not there yet. We're getting close. I'm going to keep going until I give away the, the full two and a half million. And you know what, Rob? At that point, I'm probably going to going to put more money in the pot. I mean, 80%, over 80% increase in purchase business since I rolled out the refinance program where I pay all the closing costs. A huge success. 
So now normally I would increase my advertising budget, right? When volume goes up like that, I would dump more money into advertising. So the idea here is instead of dumping more money into advertising, now I'm going to dump more money into paying all of your closing costs. So if you're out there listening and you're thinking about refinancing your home, be a part of this huge success, be a part of this huge social experiment, get all of your closing costs paid. There's no catch, there's no gimmick, there's no hook. I just want you to tell your friends and family how great we are. I want you to tell your friends and family how great the experience is. I want you to help boost my purchase business even higher and to bribe you to do so, to bribe you to become an RP funding customer, I'm going to pay all of your closing costs when you refinance. The doc stamps, the intangible tax, the title insurance, the closing fees. I'm going to reimburse you for the appraisal. I'm going to pay all of it so you have zero costs. I'm writing all these checks. I'm taking the money out of the advertising budget. We're all winning. I'm winning. You're winning. The only losers here are the big media companies, and they got plenty of money. I'm not feeling sorry for them at all. Let's keep this going. Be a part of it. Call right now, 855-773-8634. That's 855-RP-FUNDING, 855-773-8634, or pop on over to rpfunding.com. That's rpfunding.com. My initials, Robert Palmer, rpfunding.com on the internet. You can apply online, get your piece of my $2.5 million, be a part of this winning social experiment, this winning $2.5 million social experiment I'm running to see if the power of word of mouth advertising that I can get by refinancing your home loan and paying all the closing costs out of my pocket is more powerful than giving those same dollars those same exact dollars would have been given to TV stations, radio stations, billboard companies, and everybody else. But instead, it's going to you. It's going to you in the form of me paying your closing costs, 855-773-8634. Be a part of it. Save money. Benefit today, 855-773-8634. Sounds good to me, Robert. 855-773-8634. Slower this time, 855-773-8634. Six three four. There you go. Well, if you could see me on television right now, but that would be kind of hard because we're not on TV. I'm holding my smartphone. That's right. You've got a smartphone too, right? But I bet you I have something on my smartphone that you don't have, but you should have. That would be the Saving Thousands app. Oh no, I'm not talking about SavingThousands.com here. I'm talking about the Saving Thousands app. So you go to your app store, right? And you simply download free of charge the Saving Thousands app. And when you click on that app, well, there it is. A list of shows that you can listen to, information on those shows, and information on Robert Palmer and Saving Thousands. It's a great app. You should have it. That way, anytime that you want to utilize your time very, very efficiently by learning and learning easy-to-use rules and tools to get ahead in the game of money, just simply get out your smartphone and tap on the Saving Thousands app. Well, that's going to wrap it up, Robert. I want to thank you for a great hour. I want to thank our producer, Dave Derica, and we want to thank the producers all along the radio network line. We hope that you are always saving thousands with Robert Paul.